I'm Rick. I'm the storyteller for this game. Uh, also, you know, game master for the Hammer of the Gods podcast, which is why we're here today. Um, so I'm going to have my wonderful players introduce themselves, tell us who you are, where we can find you, and tell us a little bit about your character. Um, right, if you don't mind, since you are our veteran returning, you want to start us off? Damn it, I can't put my, my finger on my nose. Oh. I know. Okay. <laughs> Hold up. Uh, hello, I'm Rye, otherwise known as, as Rock and Rye. You can find me here on Twitch, sometimes streaming things. Um, you can also find me here and on the Vector running one shots, especially Monty Python, because everyone seems to like my Monty Python games. Um, but yeah, you can. That's where you can find me. Channel, which Rick helpfully posted in the chat for me. I did, I did. Um, also, you can find Rai over on Even Footing Games, either playing or soon to be streaming games there as well. Did you want me to talk about Amira? Yeah, if you don't mind. Um, and if you could, because I don't remember if you ever described her, but if you didn't, uh, then it would be especially helpful if you want to kind of give us a physical description of Amira. Absolutely. So Amira is our Pax Galliard Ghost Council. So she is an investigative journalist by day and werewolf snoop by night. Um, she's the social butterfly of the group. She um, she tries to deal with most of the talking except when the pack leader, who's currently not here, <laughs> Um, intervenes and makes a mess of things uh, <laughs> but um, as far as kind of her physical description she's I'd say about sort of 5'9 um, long black hair kind of tanned skin and she takes very good care of herself um, because she also has the, the beautiful I think it's beautiful. Yeah, the beautiful advantage. So she really does take very good care of herself. Um, she usually tends to wear more practical clothing, you know, jeans and blouses and things rather than skirts, unless it's summertime in Detroit because it gets hot. <laughs> Michigan weather sucks. I can speak from experience. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's Michigan, so... Yeah, right now it's supposed to be winter and we've barely got any snow. Um, Which is funny, because I live much further south than you in Missouri, and uh, it's like 30-something, so... Yeah. Good old climate change. We love it. Um, she's also a... Unfortunately, uh, she has an addiction to cigarettes, so she, she is literally... In a way, she's a smoking femme fatale, but less of the fatale and more spy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, that's that's a bit fatal depending on which movie you're watching or which yeah. book you're reading. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think I covered everything. And yes, yeah, as Rick said, she is returning from chapter one. She survived um Jeremy's character throwing the car. John, yeah. Trekking the, the, the SUV. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so that's, that's yeah. And, uh, since you since you mentioned our fearless leader, 
Uh, Riff Raff, obviously, is not here, unfortunately. Woody's schedule did not cooperate, and so they won't be with us, probably for this chapter. Uh, Riff Raff is going to be off doing some, uh, you know, Riff Raff stuff. But I think mostly uh, Woody said that he's going to be doing a lot of stuff, like, active with his church, because he is a weirdly good Catholic boy for being a werewolf. So, yeah, yeah. He was he was raised uh, like once he because he was born as a wolf, and so he was raised by a. Uh, mm, I forget what the position is now. Somebody who works essentially in the Catholic Church in Italy because that's where he's from. So, makes sense, you know. He was kind of not forced into it, but he kind of adopted Catholicism. But. Anyway, uh, who wants to go next? I guess I'll go. <clears throat> okay. Hi, I'm True Hippie, also known as Gaming Hippie on Twitter, but True Hippie on Twitch. Uh, new to streaming and all that, and I'm happy to be a part of this uh, podcast, playcast. I, I never know what the word to use. I mean, actual play, real play, yeah, I mean whatever works alright and describe my character yeah if you don't mind alright I shall be playing William Barnelsby a large barrel chested of a man a man's man with a handlebar mustache mutton chops pith helmet plaid uniform a conservationist if you will though he secretly moonlights as a werewolf so not as much hunting as he would like, but still hunts. Uh, he also has a companion, a spirit, a spirit pack companion, a a wolf that he had, a wolf that he was hunting at one point that is now joined with him. Yeah, and uh, just because it's kind of relevant to your character, do you want to tell us a little bit about your first change? Right, my first change is. As I was told, it's very familiar. Uh, while I was... Well, Williams Bunnelby was hunting his latest prey. Specifically, he was trying to track down a new type or a new breed of wolf. He was infected and found that this new breed of wolf was, in fact, lupus. Or... Is that, <laughs> is, is that the... Yeah, is yeah, lupus, lupus... Yeah, so, like, a lupus-born wolf is one who was born as a wolf uh, but Garu is typically what they refer to themselves as when they're werewolves right. yeah well the new brand of werewolf the new brand of wolf he was chasing actually turned out to be a werewolf which unfortunately infected him or fortunately and turned him and his first encounter with transforming was to slay his conservationist partner at the time yeah it is it is a pretty common thing uh, for werewolf for either a romantic partner or family member or just someone who happened to be nearby to get murdered in the process of the first change. So, yay trauma. <laughs> yay. Um, and then the other relevant thing, did you think any on like his fame? Because that is one of his uh, yes. like attributes. He is, he is an acclaimed um, naturalist. He he does it, like his job was to go out and you know 
track down new breeds of creatures, specifically in the canine family, which is a specialty, ironically. Um, so he's fairly well known for that. He's been in a couple magazines about it. Also a couple hunting magazines as well. Not as much anymore, but still. Sure. Yeah, and uh, I think in order to take the spirit pact, you lowered it so he's just like a nationally renowned person, yes. right? Okay. He's not so, a household like, name. Yeah, like you wouldn't have been in Nat Geo, you know, because that no, would be no. more international, but whatever the American version, I'm sure we have something. I'm just Discovery, not Discovery Magazine. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That borders on the international, but I'll allow it. That works. You're part of Magazine Yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, you know, something that we may run into is you being recognized because even though you're not a household name necessarily, uh, at least in the U.S., you're fairly recognizable. So, yeah, something to be aware of. All right. Last but not least, Badger, do you want to tell us about yourself and your character? Uh, hey, I'm Badger. I'm a TTRPG artist uh, who also is a disability sensitivity writer and creator. I make like mobility items for this game and all sorts of other games like D&D. &D. Uh, and I'm playing I'm playing disabled Ancro Warrior Gardener but they go by dog. Well, dog. It's hard to say with an Irish in my accent but it's dog. <laughs> basically <laughs> uh dog is any pronoun child child of gaia and a philodoc and they take their child of gaia stuff really seriously um they are originally from ireland and moved to detroit very young ish no middle age probably i don't really know how old dog is does anyone you've they... kind of always you've always kind of said that he's older so, you know, I've just kind yeah, of pictured like, it. Like, old, like, yeah, like, I, they're one of those people where it's like, are they 100 or 45? Like, you know. <laughs> um, yes. They look like uh, a cross between a gardener and someone who works in the Lethal Company game, but without the, ha the hazmat mask. They wear goggles. They also walk around with a stick, walking stick with a seat on it and have been known to sit in traffic if someone drove over a flower. Uh, they are local famous. I got two bars in fame uh, for their, well, guerrilla gardening. So <laughs> they may have attacked quite a few federal buildings. It's totally uh, fine. Yeah. They also have a little golden mosquito that follows them around to check their blood glucose levels because being a werewolf is not good for the diet for the type 2 I'll tell you that like it's a lot of energy burned each day yeah also you know that meat probably not great it's actually the blood we have so much sugar in our blood oh. so yeah yeah so gotta, I gotta just eat. a lot of raw chickens go missing around here well <laughs> <laughs> yeah no they're um other than that they're kind of like leadership philodox is a very weird build i've never yeah. dealt with it so they're kind of like not the social person like amira here but they're good at taking control and 
not yielding, I guess? Yeah, I mean, the Philodox does tend to be more of a leader, and it's actually kind of perfect, uh, you know, with Woody not being able to play, that we have somebody who is a little bit more of a leader to step up, at least temporarily, to kind of help out with the pack. Um, and something that we haven't really talked a whole lot about, but obviously you're all part of the same sept. So, you know, you're all part of this larger group of Garu here in Detroit, but what kind of connections would the three of you have? Like, how do you all know each other within the sept? Like, what kind of interactions would you have? Hmm. I mean, I definitely would know the conservationist. I probably tried to kill him <laughs> thinking he was killing all the... So I Makes probably sense. would know yeah, him. No, Amira's no. a harder one. Amira's a harder one because Amira's like refined and good with people. <laughs> so she probably introduced herself. I'd assume so. Like, probably, probably Dog was like causing a traffic jam. I mean, I don't know Detroit too well IRL, but sure. I know anyone who normally causes a traffic jam gets in a lot of shit. <laughs> Well, so, and Amira being an investigative journalist, uh, it would make sense that she would right, yeah. probably have interviewed probably William at some point. Probably called me for a few things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. So probably the both the... of you have been have been featured yeah. in her her articles. I'm sure. Absolutely. Maybe Orion locally famous. <laughs> you wrote me up. Yeah, well, wrote wrote me up would imply I'm a cop. <laughs> Oh, how dare you! Never. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That I'm is sorry. So the only the only cop in, the only cop in our group is is unfortunately deceased. <laughs> and to be fair, he was a former cop. Yes. Hey, hey, he was a former. He was on leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was he was never going back. Let's be no, honest. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he was done with the force. <laughs> yeah. It was either it was either a blaze of glory or early retirement. One of the two. He he chose the former. <laughs> so you didn't kill him. Literally. Yeah, he he uh well, you know what? Let's uh recap our chapter one a little bit. So uh kind of how it started out is John got a tip from a cop buddy of his that there was some kind of weird stuff going on uh with this horticulture club in the area. Um you all went to investigate, you found four bodies, uh, but there was a fifth hole dug, uh, but there was no one in it. As you investigated, you eventually found out that this Mueller individual uh, had some kind of weird kind of cult going on within the club, um, and eventually you discovered that he had murdered those four people and attempted to murder a fifth, uh, who is now a member of your sept, actually as she survived the poisoning by becoming a Garu. It was her first transformation, uh, was the trauma of almost dying. Because um, that's a, a very common thing, is that first change is initiated by trauma or leads to trauma or both. Um, yeah, exactly, with you and the wolf. Um, let me think. Rai, what am I missing? I know there's more. Um, 
we went to we kind of investigated the house. Oh yeah, that's when you went to that's when you went to Hannah, who is now a Garu. Yeah. Uh and saw her husband who was acting kind of shifty and turns out that she had like flayed the skin from his hand accidentally. Um because you know, she's a werewolf and that's something that happens. Uh eventually, somehow through the awkwardness of Riff Raff and John, uh you guys didn't get murdered in the process, but Amira eventually was able to kind of move things along and uh advance the investigation and yeah you were able to find out a lot more about Mueller eventually tracked him down and John literally tore his head off uh, unfortunately the bane that was infesting him escaped into the Umbra uh, in the second part of chapter one you all had dealt with some um, some loss as three slices of truth one of your sept members was murdered seemingly uh, you found out it was related to the cult of Fenris uh, tracked them down and that's that's how John met his end was you were confronting a pretty large pack of cult members and uh, he tossed an SUV at their leader it exploded killing the leader and himself so that's, that's chapter one in a nutshell Oh, and we That's stole. Uh, Probably before that, we stole. <laughs> we stole the stole. We, one of the vehicles the from the from the kings slash the Pentex subsidiary of the That's a breweries. That's a good point. And, yeah, while uh, you were while you were investigating. Yeah, while you were investigating, because um, the horticulture club had been developing this large block into essentially like a, a nature preserve or park or both uh, within Detroit. And uh, while you were there, kind of searching for clues, you overheard, as uh, you can assume, a fairly high up within King Breweries, uh, was kind of talking to some goons about things and some plans for demolishing the, uh, the park that they were trying to build and trying to build a factory on top of it. Um, yeah, and then Riff Raff and Amira in a two-person episode whenever John wasn't there uh, stole a van and made an enemy in the process. I also got a bad Uber review from that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you called an Uber because you didn't know how to get away and uh, yeah, that was, was a whole mess. Um, since then, we have had our uh, Wolf Moon one-shot where Riff Raff and some other members of the pack, the more extended members, uh, managed to track down the Bane that escaped and destroy that. Uh, in, in the process, they learned that there were a lot of uh, spirits being upset and like kind of gathered. Uh, even some of the like wild spirits were being corrupted. And uh, that's been kind of an ongoing issue still. Even though the Bane was destroyed, it seems like Maybe the Bane wasn't the true leader. So, uh, the other big thing that we'll kind of start off with, um, Amira, so you have your contact within City Hall. Yep. And 
You have recently received a message from them asking to meet at a local bar. And so where we're going to pick up is actually where we started chapter one, at Ma's Place, the dive bar within your neighborhood. So... Are the others coming with Amira, or is this just a Amira solo meeting? I don't know, you all tell me. Oh. Uh. Yeah, I'll come along. Don't bother me, such. Of course. Of course. Okay. So. No, no murder. Okay. No, nothing illegal. Don't. You know, this is a city council member. Last thing I need is the cops hauling my ass away because we have a witness high up in the city government. Oh yeah, no, I don't mess here. I... Don't worry. As long as they tend that garden, I'm good. Don't look so... at me. I haven't caused trouble before. <laughs> it's very believable. But say that open carrying a rifle. I mean, I don't know what Michigan's laws are like, but in Missouri, that would not be that weird. Not in Detroit, not a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty common. You're not allowed to do that in Detroit. Oh, yeah. Further up north in Michigan, yeah, sure, that thing will probably be not so yeah. uncommon. Uh, but Detroit, nah. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay, then I'll leave that in the car and I'll just carry a Bowie knife. <laughs> I mean, that's easy. Oh, probably easy. also won't get. Yeah. Sure. Nothing else. I mean, you probably have it concealed, I would imagine. Oh, somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, it is winter in Detroit. And, you know, the weather is kind of weird with climate change. I'm sure there are plenty of days where it's uh, pretty warm and uncomfortable and you wouldn't want to wear your winter coat, but. Today is especially blustery and not like real life. <laughs> it's a very snowy day as you all approach Ma's place. Dog's uh, gardener outfit just looks insanely thicker. Just like, <laughs> and puffier. Like you do. I'm still in that tan British uh, explorer's outfit still. Just I now have like a leopard throw over my shoulders. I hate you. I, yeah, <laughs> dog is not upset at all. I don't know why you're so, good. Don't you have some more casual clothes? Say in a gardener outfit. What do you mean? This is casual. Sorry, Amir. Why are you apologizing to me? You, you two are entertaining me. <laughs> <laughs> So are the three of you sitting in a booth together? Ah, uh, I mean, yeah, I did. I'd probably be sitting on my walking stick in the seat out form because booths are really uncomfortable. That's fair. That's fair. I would have preferred a table with a chair, but if there's a booth, there's a booth. I also prefer tables because sure. that's fair. <laughs> yeah, <a> booth. <laughs> Oh, I hate it when the boobs are like bolted to the floor so you oh, can't move yeah. them. I mean, I'm... 
I'm disabled as well and I cannot sit in the booth. I have to take my fishing I cannot. I, I have to take my fishing stool with me. Yeah, right? I hurts so much. Especially when they're like, oh, this one's high up, drop down, rock hard. And you're like, ah. Yeah, those, those booths that are super hard are not fun at all. Very unpleasant. But the booths tend to provide a little bit more uh, cover, a little bit more secrecy for clandestine meetings, like for the city council member, potentially. But one of you is pretty famous, the other is a little bit famous, and then Amira is kind of someone who stands out, especially in a dive bar, being especially attractive. So the three of you are not the most inconspicuous. The odd light shining on Amira's hair. Perfect lighting, accidentally. <laughs> oh, yeah. Always. Always. She's, she's resisting the urge to take out a cigarette and start smoking, because even at a dive bar like this, smoking indoors is illegal. Yeah, I was going to ask about that, because I know it is here in Missouri, or at least where I am in Missouri, but I know some places it's allowed, so I don't know. She'll smoke Never. when she gets outside. Oh, we're in a dive bar? Oh, I'm definitely not sitting on the booth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows what's what's transpired in that booth. So, I guess you're all going for a table then? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, Amira, you've probably not seen your contact in person much, if at all, up to this point. You've mostly communicated by phone or uh, not regular email, more of like a secure encrypted kind of email. Um, but you can tell this person who enters doesn't belong here. They are dressed very nicely, obviously have come from some kind of like office job, uh, very nice like trousers and uh, a fancy button up blouse and uh yeah looks very uncomfortable being there um i'm going to go up to them kind of wrap my arms around them, give them the kind of Italian or European rather style one kiss on mm. the cheek and I whisper them in there, over here. Been around Riffraff too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Riffraff unfortunately started rubbing off. Some of Riffraff's, hab Riffraff's <laughs> habits have started rubbing off on me. And uh, she kind of like nervously, you can hear a, a bit of a tremor in her voice. She's like, uh, okay. And as you lead her over, we'll say that there's a little bit of like a, a corner where you could sit at a table. Uh, so it's a little bit less conspicuous. Um, and she just sits down and says, okay, uh, I, I wouldn't normally want to meet you face to face like this because it's a pretty big risk for all of us. Also, aren't you Bartles Pete? I know you. I've seen you on TV. Of course. Many people know me, and it's a pleasure every time. Are you are you working with Amira on like an investigation? 
we go way back back to my earlier days so when i was in town i thought i'd check in on them and well favors keep favors of course oh well i can't believe i'm sitting with such a famous person and that's not why i'm here uh so you asked about pentex and any connections that i can find well, I'm sure you've probably heard about the, uh, the big symposium that's in town right now, right? Yeah, they've been advertising on on the local Detroit channels, yeah. Well, uh, have you looked into it at all? Have you seen who the keynote speaker is by chance? Oh, I've definitely seen who the keynote speaker is. One of the kings of King... Well... Not necessarily a King Breweries, but, you know, still, there well, are, I know who they're associated uh, with. Yeah, uh, Janelle King is actually married to the CEO. Uh, and you would think, technically her job is a, as a consultant, you would think that she wouldn't have much to do with them, but uh, her husband is pretty old. Uh, nobody's really sure how old, but just not in the best of health. And she seems to have been kind of doing his job for him for the most part and uh, making some very aggressive moves. Hmm. Like presenting a symposium on climate change when Pentex or Pentex thinks that's a, a hoax and are actually driving climate change? Well, right. you see, uh, yeah, so it's not so much King per se that is sponsoring, uh, you know, in a roundabout way they are. It's technically the AquaClear Foundation and Artist Enterprises. And she kind of explains to you that, like, AquaClear is a company that is very, uh, like, vocal and adamant about cleaning waterways and things like that. Seemingly, you know, not something that Pentex would be into. Um, but they are a subsidiary of King Distilleries and Breweries. And Artist Enterprises is a waste management, like, they are a waste disposal that, again, they vocally talk about their um, their safe practices and how they make things more green you know, through their waste disposal methods. Uh, I mean, you definitely would have heard some rumors, at least, of them uh, poorly managing, like, nuclear waste, for example, as one of their big things that they do. Um, they try their best to cover it up because you do a lot of like searching in the dark web and you know, investigative journalism. You definitely have heard a lot of rumors though that uh, none of that is as accurate as they claim it to be. They're run by a beer company, right? You say a subsidiary? Well, Artis is its own 
but AquaClear is a subsidiary. And I mean, out of character, uh, Amira knows that King is a subsidiary of Pentex. And in case you don't know, because I, I don't think it comes up in Hunter, uh, Pentex is like the biggest, most evil corporation. Yeah, yeah, that... no, I know of it from What a Darkness Lore. Yeah, oh, perfect. <laughs> Everybody right. hates Pentex. Yeah, yeah, like they're they're allied with the worm. We got a really. I didn't know that. Part. We got a hydrate or die straight from Aaron. Uh, okay. Well, it's it's dihydrate, but yes, or die straight. I don't think any of us has to really worry about that here. No, I was saying. Ugh, done. I mean, this doesn't sound unusual. A come, are they? A, is Aquaclinus a uh, actual like? Are they a is that term philanthropy association or a charity or a company? Uh, they're a, they're a company, and so they do what? ostensibly uh, a lot of like cleaning of waterways, or at least that's what they claim. Uh, yeah, they, not... <laughs> yeah, they they very likely are doing other things. And it wouldn't be too hard to hear on the grapevine if a waste disposal was going wrong. I mean, it's usually the local area that's affected. Absolutely. What if... Have there been... Okay. Have there been any reported incidences of the waste falling into the waterways? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Okay, then we have a potential link right there. So... Have there been any of these? Have there been any or uh, any potential things seen of certain waterways, like a bigger one, or has it been just little local waterways, Detroit? Well, uh, I think that uh, this contact who still hasn't given her her name, and if asked, would tell you that she doesn't want to give that information, just. For plausible deniability, you know, to be able to say that you all never met. Uh, there have been reports, nothing that made the news, um, but there have been, like, rumors of nuclear waste falling into Lake St. Clair, which is the lake that is right next to Detroit. How big is that lake out of, like, literal curiosity? Uh, well, I'm looking at the map right now. It's about the same size as Detroit, so fairly large. Oh. Well, you know, so you can dump it there, then. <coughs> yeah, probably probably no issues with dumping nuclear waste into the lake. <laughs> it's more it'd be easier to hide than you'd think. Yeah. And I'm not 100% sure of the direction of the flow, but I think the water flows from Lake St. Clair down the Detroit River into Lake Erie, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, and Lake Erie is one of the Great Lakes, uh, so like that would affect millions and millions of people. Not just but, the millions, but if you know. But if it's a small amount of radioactive waste being dumped in, it wouldn't be noticed for about, if it's done carefully, for about a month. Right. Assuming it's a small amount. Well, I feel like a large amount would get noticed, like instantly. You'd you'd be surprised at how much money can can cover. Oh yeah, money. Oh yeah, I forget they're a big <laughs> company. Yeah, they probably dumped the yeah, whole yeah. riverside by this point. 
probably like McBurns and Simpsons, just they're just that big old barrels of green. Yeah, a lot of three-eyed fish. Yeah. The gargoyles, they do nothing. <laughs> yeah, so uh, she mentions that uh, I have a contact at King. And I wouldn't tell you if this wasn't important. I, I'm afraid that I'm going to have to burn that bridge because there's something big going on. I don't know a lot of information, but for one thing, uh, some friends of yours, uh, Cesare and uh, some, some others, my, my contact mentions that uh, there was a break-in at the King HQ here in Detroit fairly recently, and uh, they may have some incriminating evidence. And you would probably know. Uh, oh, she, does, she does not know that any of you are Garu. She is a human who has no idea of the other things in the world. Uh, but Amira, you would know that while Riff Raff and the others were there, uh, people shifted into different forms. They did not stay in Comet form the whole time. That they very well may have been caught on camera shifting into Krynos form, for example. Uh, may have potentially been caught on camera, uh, using Shadow Passage to travel into the Umbra. Things that are very incriminating and also while the masquerade for kindred is a much more heavily enforced thing than any kind of veil is for Garu, the veil is still important and you know that silver teeth within the last few games uh had mentioned you know keeping the veil and things like that that they don't want the world to know that there is a whole group of Garu who live inside of the Packard plant, for example. You know, that would be bad. Especially because there have been a lot of reports about Second Inquisition. Uh, you definitely would have heard that London recently had a major raid. Oh, yeah. And you you would have heard a lot about uh, the, the Kindred being eliminated or chased out of London. Was there a raid on Manchester, perhaps? A smaller one. Yeah. Convenient how all of these World of Darkness games all relate together. Yeah, right? <laughs> all these games that I've run. Who knew? <laughs> uh, GM? Uh, yes? Out of curiosity, I'm not sure like, if resources are like a big risk here, but I have, I'm curious, I have the ability to sense the true form. Am I allowed to test it on this lady? Or is that, or does that show me my form? I'm, I'm not sure I'm reading it. Here, uh, so, yeah, so that would let you be able to tell if something was not human, essentially, like if something was supernatural. So like if there was a kindred, you'd be able to tell, hey, this is a leech. This is not a human. Uh, if there was someone who was maybe another Garu who was not part of your sept or some other form of Pharah, uh, which are the other 
lycanthrope shapeshifters. Um, yeah. If, like, someone was demon possessed or, you know, something like yeah, that. I, I will if... let you know that she is yeah. definitely human. That's why I was just wondering if it was like you gave us a definite uh, thing yeah. here for kindness or if it's. Diva <laughs> sounds like a great place to meet a bunch of ghouls. Just saying, all other things. Like... Well, probably not this dive bar. She lets you know that uh, she has a contact who works for King and who would not normally burn a bridge like this, but because there's something very questionable going on uh, and you know she would have heard similar kinds of rumors about like the nuclear waste in the lake and things like that that uh, she lets you know that downtown in Detroit there is a place called Club Thorn and her contact moonlights there from time to time ugh Looks like we're going clubbing. Just uh, be aware you might not uh, might not be able to go dressed like you are. They have a bit of a dress code, oh, you could say. I know that. And then she just kind of looks between the other two. And your contact does the same. <laughs> oh, dear. oh, darling, we'll have to take you shopping then. Both of you. <laughs> no, I don't like wearing fabrics. Fine. I'd rather have this face be all I need to wear. I'm pretty sure if you if you attempt to go in there with anything with just your face and the rest just your face on, you'll be arrested for public indecency. Yeah, I missed when I didn't have that law. <laughs> It's like it's like why I don't advise walking around. <clears throat> she stops herself. Yeah. <laughs> I miss the forest. So uh, she lets you know uh, it has a reputation that uh, I I don't believe it, but I I've heard that they're kind of intense there, like. <coughs> My, my friend who went there one time said that she saw somebody, like, drinking blood in the bathroom. But, that, I mean, that's a health code violation. That's They would never do that. Yeah, that, that sounds like cult. No, no, yeah, that's not a thing. That yeah. sounds like it, cult bullshit. Nah. <laughs> nah, it's just a, it, the, it's a very goth nightclub. Yeah, it's probably just that sugar water that they love to have them kids, you know? What did they it's call Kool-Aid. it? Lean? Lean, I think is what they call it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think yeah. that's the wrong kind of nightclub, but... We can go there and look into it, for sure. Mm. Uh, I think I might have to appropriately dress my two compatriots here first, but I definitely have a good outfit for clubbing. <laughs> At least one. At least one. Yeah. So, uh, 
are you actually physically taking them shopping or are you just going to do some online shopping? I'm going to do some online shopping and have it delivered to my home and then bring it to them. <laughs> do you do you have your own place or do you live at the Sept? Good question. Because I, I, I know Riffraff, I know Riffraff has his own place. He lives in the abandoned St. Agnes Church, but... No, good point. I, I, I would have it... Uh... It's Amazon. I can have it delivered to a gas station or something and open up open the locker. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. Um, yeah. So I mean, say what you want about fucking Bezos. At least this is an acceptable. <laughs> At least this is an acceptable alternative way of getting the clothes for our, for our little game here. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. So are you headed back to the Sept then? Okay. And I am smoking. Uh, of course. <laughs> Do you... Oh, yeah, because you guys took John's car, right? Yeah. So are you driving John's car? Yes, because I have a point in drive, so I can drive. <laughs> <laughs> um... Amazing. Um, I have a point in etiquette. Would I be <laughs> able to do something to look more clubby with the ensembles I already own. I think it would be more of like the social interactions there. Um, but I think that you could definitely apply it to like just general knowledge of what a nightclub is likely to be like. I mean, there's, there's a lot of variety, you know, cause if it was like a jazz bar, that's a very different look than like a rave kind of locale versus like a goth yeah, club. I don't think Bartlesby has anything for goth club. <laughs> maybe you got some panther skin somewhere but that's still a little too coach what yeah. you're driving definitely got uh my hand over since i'm smoking over my ring to make sure it doesn't accidentally activate and think i'm smoking and i do go i could just steal some you, know, you don't have to pay you could always just steal some good clothes You How know, would you get your right size? People leave them on washing lines all the time. If you want to go and try and steal some clothes from a laundromat or a washing line or something, be my guest. <sighs> oh, you're not going to buy them. Me. It's fine. I just, in case you needed, you didn't want to spend the money because clubs are expensive. You know. I, I'm fine with spending the money in this case if it means serving the set. It's fine. It, besides... Are... We're in the car, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Are we to discuss the probability, or I don't know, would 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 us know anything about those of the Gothic persuasion? It's a good question. I mean, I don't let's know. see. I, I mean, I have a couple of points in a cult. Same here. <laughs> I, a cult would be kind of a stretch uh they're more of like amira you would probably know and yeah i would say william might know as well with those points in a cult that most people who claim to be like related to the occult in any way uh don't actually know anything about the true occult it's just kind of new age mumbo jumbo that really doesn't do a whole lot typically okay. 
So but it, you 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 would definitely know that there are some humans who uh, you've heard of uh, called mages who do somehow manage to do some type of magic. It's just uh, not. It's not like D and D magic. You know, it's not flashy. It's very subtle. Yeah, no one's oh, supposed to see it. I, I was referring to vampires, but. Yeah. Mm, well, mm -hmm. with uh, dogs having a sense of true form, would would uh, would they be able? Would they have maybe encountered a vampire since before, or another creature at least that's not a werewolf? Definitely another creature, and I mean, all of you would know, especially because there's kind of a pack. Uh, spirit who hangs around and lives mostly off of pistachios that Refrack gives it. Um, and then William also has his spirit. Um, so you you all would have at least seen them. Uh, and if any of you has traveled to the Umbra, which I imagine at some point you would have potentially, at least briefly, uh, you would have seen a lot of spirits that way. But um, yeah, definitely there's a good chance you might have seen not so much a vampire. They're mostly in this world, not as far as you know. Uh, you don't really see them around the south side of Detroit, which is where you all are located. Um, but yeah, you might have seen like a, a a revenant. You might have seen some some ghosts at some point. Um, probably not a lot, but especially around Halloween, things get a little weird. Hmm. Barnaby's just using his cinema knowledge of just goth, <laughs> blood, club, vampire. Yeah, that's all you need, basically. Um, pistachios, if there's any in the car, I'm eating them. <laughs> I mean, Riff Raff definitely would have left some. One of those, like, Costco-sized <laughs> bags of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, it's actually Crave brand, just to yeah. the best of my knowledge, not a not a real pistachio brand, but uh, in this world it is. It maybe it is. Maybe I'm stealing somebody else's name. I have no idea. <laughs> Sorry, right, they'll sue me later, and then I'll just be as poor as I am now. The only, uh, the, the only thing I can think of that has the word the name Crave in it is those, those fucking Kellogg cereals. Yeah, yeah. that's. Kind of what I was thinking. So some protein bars. I think I've eaten a cold grape. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh wait, so, the yeah. cereal. Yeah, yeah, the cereal grape. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're probably fine. It's it's different. This is pistachios. Um, trying to think as far as knowledge of goth. I would say probably if you want to just give me a straight up intelligence roll. Hmm. Sure. Okay. Is that your uh, one dot? Yes. That's what I thought. Thankfully, it's my four dots. I have four dots in this. I, only so have two. I roll a d10? Yeah, since you only have one dot. Uh, and keep in mind that there won't be a lot of potential consequences. Uh, usually, you all will have somewhere between two and three rage. Uh, we'll, say, we'll say two for right now. Heck. Yes. I got What'd you get? I got a brutal failure. I got okay. one, two twos, and a three. So one I botched, and two, it was a brutal 
Well, was it on your rage or was it on regular dice? Oh, uh, on the rage dice, yeah. Okay. Which is the rage dice? Well, so that's that's where I was saying, uh, and we'll see about the roll 20. I'll have to look into that before next week, but uh, it's a little hard to keep track of. You'll have to... Uh, you said you only have two, right? Yeah, I rolled a five and a nine. Okay, so they're they're both failures. Um, or no, sorry, the nine's a success. Um, but because you would have two rage and you only have two dice in it, both of them would be rage dice. Okay. So in sense... So I rolled a one. Yeah, so I was going to say, because uh, you only have the one die in it, you can't get a brutal brutal failure because you have to have two okay. ones or two twos. Um, kind of a kind of a plus to having very little skill in it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Amira, I'm gonna I'm gonna think on this for a little bit because uh, I'm not 100 percent sure how to have you brutally fail this because that's a uh... crashes the car. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a weird thing to, to fail on so horribly. Uh, but I'm here for it. So Still give me on. just a second if you want to continue along. Donna, are you going to come and say hello? Or are you... <laughs> oh, I see the little blurb key. Yeah. So I think, well, actually, right, what did you have other than the, the brutal? Uh, basically, I had a one, two twos, and a three. So it was a barge. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's a failure across the board. Okay. Dog, weirdly, is the only one with any knowledge of goth culture. <laughs> um, it's not a phase. It's, it's not a phase. It's never a phase. It's always a phase. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, you know, kind of the the typical stuff, like mostly black, a lot of like sharp jewelry, things like that. So, you know, if you if you got mostly black clothing, maybe some like heavier bands, t-shirts, you know, you could probably pick those up from like Goodwill or something. Um, you could you could probably reasonably fit in. It would be a little bit difficult because, like, a lot of times, the the more like hardcore people in the subculture uh, would spend a lot of money to achieve a certain look. Well, there is industrial goth, and dog does does kind of look like an industrial goth, just not wearing black. Yeah, that's fair. You have the mask. When I want, I have the breathing. I have a breather at practice. I just walk around and sometimes. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah, uh, if you like, you sell it. Well, I was gonna say like if you, yeah, I don't know how that would affect the actual breathing part of it, but just just get a mirror to buy a second replacement. (laughs) Yeah. And I'll be honest, the filter's probably dirty by now. Like, they, they don't. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, just be like, going like, mm. So yeah, it looks like we could go trad goth, 90s goth, 2000s goth, or industrial goth. I got the industrial goth down. You should probably go <laughs> 90s. 
and you there's no uh you um you go emo pointing to uh Tree Hippie's character, oh. Reginald? William, William. William. Oh, would be, you know, two on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't Goths and Emo's enemies? Sure, no. You know, no, the, you know, no, no. It's more complicated. In There's the 2000s, emo. in the 2000s, or if you're watching South Park, yes. Uh, in 2024, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I can't find a whole lot of information about the the brutal. Uh, so we're just gonna say it is an outright failure. Like you did not have any successes, and you got a critical fail. You just have absolutely no knowledge. Like everything you've ever heard about goths is suddenly gone. I was too popular in high school to fucking uh, to fucking associate yeah. with them. So I have no knowledge of them. I have repressed any such memories. Oh my god, was was Amira like a preppy girl? She might have been. Cheerleader. She might have been. The worst. The worst. Des despite Three cheerleader, her, I was a football star. Despite her heritage. <laughs> I, was yeah. the, uh, I was the kid who sold drugs under the bridge, probably. Like you do. Like you do. <laughs> Tweaker, that's it. That's what the Americans say, right? Tweakers or something? I'm, I'm Mostly for meth, yeah. I'm surprised yeah. dog isn't doesn't run a fucking legal weed dispensary. You don't know. <laughs> well, no, a legal one because lead, weed yeah. is legal here in Michigan, so you you. Can... Yeah, no, I've been here. Uh, Dog's been here long enough. He definitely, at the very least, lives next to a legal weed dispensary. <laughs> Gotta take care of him. Yeah. Oh my god, maybe he like moonlights occasionally as a bud tender. He probably does. Like, she probably <laughs> definitely does that. She definitely That's amazing. She definitely has, gets, if, uh, attacks any group who's, like, illegally making weed badly. You know, the, right. like, how they make it here in Ireland in the UK with chemicals. But if anyone, they probably, like, just go around knowing people and go, like, oh, yeah, you need to treat this just as a moonlight hobby. Like, yeah. <laughs> gets the good strains healthy for people. Guy <laughs> likes weed, you know? It's true. It's all natural. It's all natural. <laughs> I just love that Dog is like low key a stoner, but you know, yeah, most no, people realize uh, okay, that. It's good treatment when you get severe hanger. Like it is, That's it fair. can, it, then it makes it worse, but it <laughs> it helps the stress part. Yeah, that's that makes sense. So. Amira, you make your way back to the Sept, uh, and for our new players, our Sept is inside of the old Packard plant in Detroit, which is a very large, like several acre large, uh, essentially rundown manufacturing plant for luxury cars that closed down, I think in the 40s or 50s, yeah. thereabouts. Um, yeah, so... Our sept is the sept of the concrete wolf as you live inside of this concrete building. Or most of you do. You know, some of you may live other places, but um Amira, you see a familiar face kind of hanging out in essentially the like unofficial little cyber cafe within. Because on the outside, it looks 
extremely run down. Uh, although, ostensibly, the, the Sept owns this property, you all still have to sneak in. There's like tunnels below, essentially cleaned out sewer tunnels that you're able to use to get in and out uh, without attracting too much attention during the daytime. But uh, there is essentially like a, a totally different world inside. And so there's sort of this glass walker mostly area where you know this tribe who is a little bit more technologically savvy than your typical Garu have set up essentially a, a cyber cafe uh, and so you would recognize a individual you had run into before uh, Jenkins otherwise known as Dungeon Raider and uh, he's just like sorry they're just like oh, hey Amira where you been? I haven't seen you in a while. Oh, meeting with contacts, writing stories, keeping low after John threw the SUV and everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jenkins, I have something for you. Okay. What's up? Um, there's this club downtown that we're supposed to infiltrate um, to meet a contact. Yeah. Um, is there any way for, but there are also rumors about blood drinkers there. Mm. I don't know if you can find anything, any camera feeds or anything. But also, do you know what would really help? Getting us on the VIP list. You know, I could I could see about that, yeah. I I I haven't really heard anything about any leeches in town. I mean, we do a pretty good job of keeping them out, but I'll look into it. Like I said, the other part of it is getting on the getting, you know, just which wherever they keep their VIP list for the night, just slip the three of us on it, just so we don't have to uh. stand in line for hours. Because I think these two might uh, might not like that part of the clubbing scene in Detroit. I'm used to it. These two. I'm used to waiting. Uh, also, if you if there's any chance you get, if you can't get the VIP list, if you can at least like maybe get a list of VIPs, because sometimes clubs track that. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll look into it. Or staff names in case we need to go in as staff. Ooh. Also that. Have a plan B. And a C. And a D. <laughs> and a D. <laughs> All the plans. So many plans. Um, yeah, so they're gonna get to work on that, and then you're gonna do some online shopping. Yes, you do type goth to Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go and look at like Hot Topic online or some shit or Spencer's. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, they're kind of pricey, but um, let's see. Why don't you give me an intelligence and technology role? Oh, good. I actually... Okay. Intelligent uh, computers or tech is plus one. So, yeah. I have five this time. Let's hope I don't brutally, <laughs> brutally fail and take out the entire cafe. Just throw <laughs> your laptop at the wall. Yeah. Okay, change that. Oh, this got noticed by the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, that was one success and no, no, no failures, therefore, and no brutal successes. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you find plenty of stuff in the right sizes, but it's going to be pretty pricey. Do I have access to the Sept credit card? <laughs> uh, you could probably ask. I'm going to or... go ask Silver Teeth and request proper. Do it by the book and ask permission. Explain it for an infiltration. You could also potentially talk to Dungeon Raider about like maybe some kind of backdoor. Are we in a cafe? Like where? What is? What's our surrounding again? Oh, yeah. So again, you're you're inside of the sept, which is essentially on the outside this uh, abandoned car manufacturing plant. On the inside, they have sort of in this little nook established basically an internet cafe. Oh. Uh... Um. I'm gonna look to Dungeon Raider and be like. Is there a way to get a staff discount on this stuff that you know of? Uh, I mean, you didn't hear this from me, but like, some of the some of the crypto bros aren't very good at security. I may have dipped into that a little bit, so you know, the discount. It's, that's easy enough, but yeah, I think I can. I think I can help out, but you're gonna owe me pretty big for this. Oh, how about how about fifteen pounds of weed? <laughs> really good strand. I got London Fog. You want it? They're just like wait pounds. Yeah. Pounds. Pounds. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean that. Sure. That seems fair. Okay. I'll... I'll give it to you tomorrow. I gotta go to my stash. <laughs> Dog just has like a gigantic brick. <laughs> no, I, I just literally walk into that to one of the weed discussions yeah. and they just give it to me because I know who I am. <laughs> just... <laughs> that's that's actually what of... my fame is. <laughs> a lot of weed. Considering a whole ounce costs like a hundred dollars. Exactly. Yeah. No, I got it's what they don't. But you know, know what? It's like. It's not pre it's not fully like ready to be used yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean a lot of a lot of steps in between where it is and you know, actually being able to smoke it. But uh I, I like the idea that maybe um maybe like Amira had done some interviews of dog or like reported on them a little bit, but maybe your like local fame as you were essentially in like the Detroit version of High Times. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it would be better because I'd be in a lot more trouble if people knew what I was doing to facilities. So, yeah, yeah. Local that's, that's fame. Probably the, probably the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just I just make really, really good strains. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, sell it or, well, trade it to somebody whenever it's not fully prepared. Oh, but... yeah. You know, uh, I, mean, I guess I have to give it away. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not a good business person. <laughs> I don't Actually, have money. I think at this 
I think in this case, this is a good business plan. They're sure. just the ones getting screwed. <laughs> good amount. It's like, you know, we can, they can sell it. <laughs> they, they deal with crypto bros. They'll buy anything. That's true. I'm just thinking, you know, 15 pounds after it's like processed and dried and all that. It's probably a lot less, but still, <laughs> it's not bad. Awesome. As, as Rai pointed out, you know, that's a good chunk yeah. of change to, you know, even if it was half of that, you know, seven and a half pounds, that's almost a grand. Yeah. Will that do for the favor in return? Yeah. No, that's a, that's a totally fair trade. And, you know, it's going to make our wow sessions that much better. So yeah, it's a good, good trade. We also suggest in exchange, maybe you could set up a little garden bed outside or just a potted plant in here or something. Oh, there's, there's definitely, maybe not in the cafe, but in a lot of places in the sept. Um, Amira, you would have noticed that ever since Juniper has shown up, uh, one of the, the Garu who has recently joined the pack, because um, they came in for the conference or for the symposium. Um, but yeah, there's been a lot of, a lot of improvements. There have been some new, like, they're not obvious to most people, you know, like a, a helicopter flying over wouldn't be able to say like, hey, there's solar panels on this old abandoned building. But you all know that there have been some like essentially guerrilla solar panels built in and there have been a lot of improvements as far as greenery inside of the sept. But yes. yeah, the glass walkers are maybe a little bit less into the, the potted plants. You just be seeing like that's probably why uh, dogs actually will be in here. They don't really like being inside. They're a bit of a schmuck like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Unfortunately, the glass uh, walkers don't like to touch grass. Yeah, so it's gonna. Yeah. It's just a bit yeah. of an anti. <laughs> yeah, they touch the glass, not the grass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, you're able to get everything kind of hooked up. You have a, a passably goth outfit for the three of you. Um, and they let you know that they aren't able to find anything. Like, there's not a website. There's not any kind of um, real social media presence for this club. It seems like it's more of a word-of-mouth kind of place. And they can't find a VIP list, but it's very possible that you could talk your way in. Talking's what I do best. Also, just 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 to say thank you to Dungeon Raider for the help. Not just I mean, a dog did did some weed, but I'm going to take a slightly risque pic of me in this in this nineties golf outfit and send it to him just as a. Uh, a an additional thank you because I'm pretty sure a nerd like him would like to see some some something something. <laughs> yeah, not a nude. It's a lewd. Yeah, it's lewd. See, this, yeah. yeah, the Amira needs an OnlyFans. That's how she'd have to just have enough money. You know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You go. <laughs> 
that's something. Investigative sure, journalist. I, I'm sure there's a gift somewhere along the line that I could either use or upgrade to gift. Say, I'm making money from OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think... get yourself some custard and caramel and have an only flans. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Had to. Had to. Uh, yeah, I was trying to think of some kind of like werewolf pun related to to only fans, only but I'm fangs. like only fangs. Ah, that'd be more kindred. Ah. Uh... Yeah. Uh... Or I mean, you could just go full furry with it. Only paws. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I like it. It is just your Gary form. It's never the human form. It's Ooh. just yeah. Aaron's only claws. Only claws. Only claws. There you go. Yeah, only claws. <laughs> You're Nailed competing it. with um Oh, only high... pants. Like panting. What? Oh, that could work, yeah. Maybe, yeah. That's... I mean I do person like... on there would be one of the vampire types that are really good at uh influence that'd be like the, your the competing brand about even realizing yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... only only pants be an asmr thing oh yeah <laughs> that's what anyway. does on the side it works <laughs> <laughs> yeah moving on though yeah uh so it takes a little bit um even like a, a next day still gotta rest and do some stuff so is there anything anyone would want to do to prepare while you're waiting on your Amazon package? Hmm. hmm. And we do to technically, like mechanically. Auger. Yeah. If there's a reflective surface in that place, I'm pretty sure I have a space where I can use, you know, with reflective surfaces at the set. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Closer, I could send in my companion. Technically, I think you could send your companion anyway. But would they one. be able to get there and get back for the package? Oh, I mean, it's it's like next day, so... Oh, okay. But yeah, I'll, I'll try to send my companion, see what kind of sense it gets of the place. Yeah. Maybe you could, maybe you could order Orga, their partner, to make it easier to glim on. Oh, the, the contact? Yeah. Uh, no, um, as in... Oh, sorry. You auger through glass, don't you? I thought you could. Never, I thought we you never could got the contact name, did we? The contact? No, the contact did not give their name. No, no, no. The one we're supposed to find at the club. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, the only name you got is Amethyst. As as for auger, um, mm -hmm. it's reflective surfaces. So as long as oh yeah, a, yeah so... Someone says, at least one reflective surface inside the club. Um, I can connect. I mean, it's going to have a bar. It's going to have bottles. Yep. Yeah. Oh, club, absolutely. Yeah. Um, remind me, do you have to test for that? Or do you just auger? It's I been a minute. I believe I have to test for it. Intelligence plus wisdom and spend a willpower. Okay. Oh. Let's I do also... it have brothers sent by the way so i could actually sneak into the place pretty easily there you or go get out easily yeah i like that okay so i will do that because okay that's a single yeah there we go um intelligence or wisdom wisdom is free intelligence also this is a good role for me <laughs> 
<laughs> I say that, and then you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Get another break. Uh, no, that is one, two, three, four successes. Okay. Um, is there anything specific you're looking for? Uh, I'm looking for... I'm looking into the... The thing my, my city contact said about the blood i'm uh, if i can see any not not blood bags because that's not really a thing anymore per, not really i mean uh, it is you just have to be a bagger yeah i was gonna say you have to be a bagger but i was gonna say if there's anything kind of like you know linked to that to feed you know to feeding giving people the kiss and stuff like that yeah um, I just want to kind of verify that, and if there's anyone in there that might not necessarily be, might be hidden and therefore you know, kind of hidden from being out on the street and therefore able to assume a different form, like, sure, you know, yeah, and uh, I mean, when you all had gone to Ma's place, it would have been late afternoon, early evening. Uh, because, you know, your contact would have had to have gotten off work, would have had to take the bus here, or, well, to, to Ma's place. Uh, actually, I'm not 100% sure where the city... Uh, I think it's in downtown, maybe? But either way, it still would have, it still would have taken a little bit, because downtown is several neighborhoods away from where you are, and crash it. Um, so, yeah, it, it would have been at least like 6.30, 7 o'clock. So by now, it's probably closer to like 9. Um, and so with your auger, you get a very hazy image. And you're fairly sure there's some sort of interference. But... One thing that you see, uh, there's not a lot of people inside. Um, it's a little bit too early for most clubs, but you do see a woman enter. You see, and you can, I can't remember, can you smell? You can't, right? Just sight. Okay. That's right. Uh, so you see smoke trailing from this woman as. She walked in very confidently with her very nice pants suit. And as she gets closer to sort of where you're watching from, you recognize her face as the woman you saw at the Cairn. The Pentex employee you saw at the Cairn. More specifically, the King employee. And it's just like, like, there's no sound, right? No. Okay. Um, so you, you can't tell what's being said, but you see that she walks up to the bar and seems to be potentially, I wouldn't say flirting, um, but making conversation with one of the bartenders. 
and they seem a little bit nervous. Um, and it's around that time that your vision cuts off. Well, that's a complication. What's up? I know that woman. So when we were at the cairn that was being used as a cult, and by by the freaking by the cult of Fenris as well. Yeah, uh, by Mueller and and the evil werewolves. Yeah. Um, oh. Oh, good. She was. Yeah. She was there at one point. And she is a King Brewery's employee. We, we we stole her van. And I'm pretty sure she got my phone number and texted me at one point. Yeah. Well, she called she, you, actually. She called you, actually. Oh, she called, yeah, she called me because of the freaking Uber driver. Yeah, the Uber driver texted you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got two choices then. We can either play on this to get us inside, or you don't, or you come in for a back way. Like, that's going to get us in if she'll want to see you. Yeah. I mean, she didn't see your face. Mm -hmm. You were all in lupus form whenever you were oh. sneaking around. And then whenever you got into the van, she didn't actually see you. But, but, even though I think we said you had, like, a burner phone, it's still very possible. Uh, we did establish that Amira was, like, sort of hanging around whenever the pack went to King. Uh, you may not have gone in with them. You, I think, kind of stayed outside his lookout. So it's possible that through some of them, that if they were identified, that they could have made a connection to you. So yeah, I feel like those are our only two options then, really. Like... We go well, in it, and you don't, but you're not good. Does it clip, matter that not you're in your us? In your what? We're not going to look like ourselves now, are we? I mean, Amira kind of stands out. Have you seen her? Oh, with with literally me... lighting whenever she walks. I don't know if you're flirting with me or what, or could just compliment you. Wish, sister. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll talk about it later when we're not we're not trying to plan. <laughs> but, no. but no, like you stand out, so I feel like this is a if we should use this maybe. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even with makeup and changing my hair around and things, it's not going to disguise me all that much. Yeah, but that's that's our VIP in potentially if you mm -hmm. saw her in there. Yeah. And uh, we can sense what she truly is if that becomes an issue or if there's more people of hers around. We also can get out fast or follow her. Do we know what her is name? she? You don't. Do we know what she is? That's a good... What uh, Hippie said. Also don't know that. Then maybe this is a good opportunity if she's going to be a problem. Use my skills. Is there anyone here who would know? I mean... It'd be a little bit hard to, you could attempt to describe, but at the same time, it's a it's a bit of a vague description. But you could you could definitely 
ask maybe again dungeon raider or potentially somebody else i'll wait to see if my companion has any more information because yeah. i assume they both happened at the same time oh absolutely yeah i think uh it doesn't take very long before your spirit companion comes back and i if i remember correctly you can't like fully communicate with them right uh uh for example an animal spirit might be able to yield answers relating to whether it was anything was there edible or scary something like that uh still most spirits have the ability or skill to come in handy that they can always be considered on hand purpose for teaching gifts about anything they grant okay yeah so i guess you would have at least some communication then um yeah, so it comes back and, I mean, you would have to use your penumbral sense, which wouldn't be terribly hard to do, um, in order to see it, just because spirits are not typically uh, visible in the physical world. But you know whenever it's there. Like, you can kind of sense it. And uh, whenever you sense its return, I assume that you, you turn on your penumbral senses. Yes. And so it lets you know that it was not able to get in. There's something keeping it out, some kind of barrier. Um, my auguring was hazy. I think they've got some kind of occult defense in place. Uh, typical. So we're not just dealing with standard humans. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Told you, vampire. No, he's over werewolves, aren't they? I think we have a clan. You said it was because a you're. I'm just assuming. Like I, I'm just being a dumbass. Yeah. I so mean the, one. <laughs> so the the end of chapter one, um, the cult of Fenris had been like forcibly trying to recruit people from your sept, uh, basically saying like, join us, or we're gonna come back and kill you all. Because John killed their leader and accidentally himself, um, kind of at that point when they were leaderless, you all had convinced them to return, you know, give up those ways. And there had been a lot of like deprogramming and things like that in the meantime. So quite a few of those cult members have now joined the sept. Uh, they're obviously being watched very carefully just to make sure that nothing bad is going to happen but um to the best of your knowledge there's not another large established group of garu in the city Could, would asking the cult members yield us if they even know of the club called fawn like it's a name you definitely could yeah i'll definitely go uh talk to them since dog ain't got real beef with them yeah and i mean amira was there whenever they were you know brought back in essentially so she could easily point out who they are and kind of give you some some direction on that and asking them they're just like we don't know anything about that that we never had any kind of club we just did our own thing good to know okay bye (laughs) some weed they don't know nothing 
don't think you all had really gone very far from the the cafe when you're having kind of this conversation about the club and the auger and all that. Uh, and dungeon raiders like could be mages. Well, wouldn't there be a lack? Oh, sorry, but play in all. No, wait. <laughs> lack of tech is a play of is a better just a minute. That'd be pretty cool. I'd like I kind of now want to go to a club that is like run by mages. <laughs> yeah, and I mean for most mages, yeah, I think the the lack of tech would be a pretty big giveaway. At least for people who know about mages. Which not which kind of the point not you're not supposed to know. <laughs> yeah. Um also, did you say it was next day? Uh I mean it will be. We're still kind of in that like same day preparation, okay. whatnot, but Okay. If it, if we don't have anything else we can fast forward to the next day. That's why I, I have to eat. Like not me, the the character dog has to eat. Right, right. And take his bed. Yeah, so I mean, that's definitely some preparation that I imagine he's probably doing. Yeah, and in the morning he'll have to check with his uh, uh, Yamat uh, mosquito. Yeah, and what does that look like for dog? Like, what? It's it is, he does a goal, it is literally just like uh, it is a it is a daily glucose blood checker, but it's a mosquito that comes out of a ring and just gives you a prick and then basically tells you your blood sugar level and then complains at you. <laughs> <laughs> I love the description. <laughs> uh, is, is it yes, normally... a mosquito? What? Is it normally in like ring form? Yeah, it's normally or... in the ring form, yeah. 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 Um, I guess depending on like what your meal is like in the evening, because I, I think, like I said, most of you probably live in the sept or fairly nearby so i don't know about dog if he would be more likely to live in the sept right now yeah we're, we're preparing yeah so i mean you would have access to a lot of different foods um so i know that that would probably have a big effect on the next day what uh the glucose levels would be like hmm we went to a club. We went to a dive bar. I didn't drink, so but I had pistachios. Uh, yeah, probably gonna be just the normal, not too high, hopefully. <laughs> Can never know. Yeah, like I guess the pistachios, I think would I be have a to fairly eat more than that. But yeah, but that would yeah. be a fairly good food choice, at least for like a snack, right? Hey, depends. Yeah. Especially the brand, if it's cheap pistachios, it's got crap on it. So. <laughs> yeah, no, crave is, crave is, crave is a little bit no, more. No, I would have had the, being on a mission, I would have been behaving, so uh, I would have probably just had the most blandest of chicken for dinner. Oh, unfortunately. White people chicken. Yeah, but I have the white people chicken. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm on no a mission. Seasoning. Yeah, no, no, seasoning, season, no seasoning, although I could have seasoning on it, but I don't know the place, so I can't find it. <laughs> I mean, probably. Put, yeah, I guess it depends on how long dog would have been on it. I, I maybe what? have some mushrooms with it, but that's about it. I know, not, not shrooms, like actual mushrooms. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's definitely both kinds at the sept. So. 
Yeah. Not hard to find. No. But yeah, in the morning, I just always have to check and take the meds. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, when you check, I imagine it's probably decent for dog. I guess, yeah. It's probably as long as it's so as long as it's under ten. I, I'd be in no way it's at five or seven. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know you, but yeah, no, probably. But then it probably give me advice for the day. So you just probably wake up and hear a dog complaining <laughs> at this annoying golden mosquito that then disappears. Can the others hear it whenever it's talking? Yeah, to you? yeah, they can hear it. <laughs> I mean. Would the three of you all kind of bunk in the same area? I imagine we would. I'd probably bunk with least. him. Yeah. I don't know. I, no, I'd probably bunk separate. I'm used to being alone. Sure. Except a... when you're trying to hit on a mirror. <laughs> I'm there with my cheetah bedroll. I'm... I was stayed in fat, love. <laughs> I... I... Cannot wait for the inevitable fight between Dog and William <laughs> over all of this animal print stuff. Uh, he says it's <laughs> fake. I don't believe him. <laughs> I never said it was fake. I said it was diseased. Well, I really hate you now. <laughs> <laughs> so you just also have the smelliest room too now. Oh Pro yeah. Oh. Like, just cologne and musk. Yeah, it smells of all the toxic masculinity in there. Yeah. And, you know, being a, a hunter slash conservationist, you know, it's not uncommon uh, for hunters to, like, deer hunters, for example, will use, like, doe urine. So you probably sometimes smell like pee. I mean, dog probably does too, but unrelated reasons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally fine. I'm sure Amira has plenty of perfume for everyone. <laughs> the minute the minute they met, she met us. It was just like every few hours, just a. Tss. What are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Making sure she has a, an extra strong air freshener in the car. Yeah, because mm -hmm. just... yeah, it didn't already smell like dog because yeah, riffraff. Yeah. Because Riffraff is always in dog form whenever he's in the car. Oh, so the doing doing yeah. the whole kind of head out the window thing. Partially because he's trying not to vomit, but because he gets car sick really easily. Yeah, he, he Riffraff and, and transportation methods of all kinds do not work. <laughs> he gets sick in the car. He gets lost on the freaking loop. Of all things, unless yeah. if you're a one-way system, a one-way train that goes circle. round and round. Yeah, that poor boy got stuck on the people mover for like a full day. And he's your boss? Yeah, he's our pack leader. I don't... He's, he's gotten better. Okay. <laughs> um, I blame Silver Teeth. I, I don't know how he became pack leader. I don't remember. I might have been drunk. Silverteeth definitely put him in charge. Kind of, you might have overheard, you may not remember it fully in character, but kind of as a test, like, essentially she could see that he had a lot of potential and she wants to, like, push him into his true potential, which, you know, be nice if she asked, but she didn't. So what He's are you going to do? Leader. 
<laughs> Who's our good leader? I mean, I'm sure somebody. That's how you trick a pack leader in Werewolf. He's going, Who's the good leader? Me. Oh, actually, damn it. you know who does that? Uh, definitely Riffraff's roommate, like constantly to annoy him because oh, yeah. uh, his roommate is another lupus-born hero named Bambi, um... and she is a little bit of a bully, but like like in a big sister kind of way. <laughs> Like the only person who can, the only person who's allowed to pick on Riff Raff is Bambi. Mostly yeah. because she can beat him up, and he can't really stop her. We we know because he's he's tried, <laughs> and he has failed those roles every time. Because <laughs> she's very strong. She's very much the muscle mommy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I think she could possibly take you potentially. We'll have to find out. I have no reason to try. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day, uh, I mean, how early would your mosquito wake you up? When I wake up, basically. Okay. Well, it should. It would do it normally, like yeah, it would do it before AA or after sometimes. But it'd be okay. reminding me to take my meds is the main thing. Sure. If it are you normally, are you normally more of like an early riser or are you more of a sleep? Oh, early, early riser. Yeah, no. I was about to say yeah, I'm also crack a dawn type of person. Got to do my hundred squats, hundred push-ups. <laughs> got to take my pack. Got to take my companion out to find some new spells. Mm-hmm. Especially after yesterday, couldn't get into a place. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they probably haven't been to Ma's place before, so I imagine that they were probably, like, behind the bar, bothering her. I mean, not that she would know, but, you know, spiritually bothering her. So, I want to try and take it to, like, a new 7-Eleven or something, get myself, like, some <laughs> Kellogg brand cereal, just eat the yeah. whole box, box and all. I, I feel like it is like going to the refrigerated section and like eyeing the refrigerated yeah. uh, burritos. And it's just like waiting very impatiently, like doing the little like dog tippy tappies. Yeah. Uh, waiting for you to microwave it in the microwave. That'd be like, dog would be such an angry wake up because, well, you need to eat. And it'd just be like yeah. seeing you microwave something like that and then just going, like, I want to have it. And the stupid mosquito. <laughs> I mean, would you would you microwave it at the Seven Eleven or would you do it at the Sept? Oh, at the Seven Eleven. Oh, there you go. You can microwave at a Seven Eleven. Yeah, most places. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Never, never been to one. <laughs> Surprisingly, I either. We don't have them here. Oh. Yeah, I I do not eat the burrito. The burrito is for the for the spirit pact. <laughs> William <laughs> takes care of his temple. <laughs> and eating the entire box yeah. of Kellogg brand cereal. Yeah, so we have <laughs> we have our raccoon spirit, who's the pack spirit, Jester, who eats pistachios, and then we have William's spirit, who likes 7-Eleven burritos. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's full of all these unique smells every time. It's never exactly. the same. <laughs> all those chemicals, they're so bad for you, but it's a spirit, so it's totally fine. 
Yeah, no, I want a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Turns into uh, a Taco Bell laptop. Yeah, right? Um, what about Amira? Would Amira be more of a late riser? Yeah, and she would definitely be in kind of um I don't want to say that word. I was going to say Milfy kind of out garb. A dressing gown with nothing underneath it. Yeah. That kind of thing. Uh, she just likes you know as, as as she's seeing dog do meds and, and stuff and William I don't know if William came back to, to, to eat the cereal or anything but no he ate it while jogging okay that sounds horrible <laughs> Sound, that's instant acid reflux <laughs> did you forget the part where he eats the box too <laughs> totally fine totally no waste fine digitally. Um, as a dog would be growling all morning just pure wake up angry she yeah, yeah Mira probably has a bit of a, a bit of a case of bad head going on as she goes to get some coffee and and, and <laughs> a cigarette. And uh, as you're getting coffee, you see that Dungeon Raider is still awake. Like they've clearly been playing all night. And uh they're just like, Hey, that uh that lady you were talking about, if you look like this and pulls up a YouTube video which you see is like the introduction of the symposium where she's like coming up to give the, the keynote speech and it is definitely the same woman. Yep. So that's Janelle King, I assume. Yeah, that's definitely who that is. So, uh, yeah, you, you might not want to go. I'll, figure something out with 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 William and Dog, honestly. I'm curious about this other person though, Juniper Moss. Have we heard of Juniper? That's, yeah, that's the, the girl. Yeah. Yeah. She was one of the ones that went into King. It was Alyssa's character. Oh, character. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. <laughs> uh, the name was familiar. Wait, this... and I was like, I, I thought I heard a juniper. But... Right. Is is this the same woman that we were that's doing the symposium? This isn't the same woman that's going to be at this bar, is it? Well, who was at the bar? Oh, great! So you've yeah. made that. You'd first be hearing dog just going like, "Look, I. It's at seven. It's at eight. It's at eight. It's at nine. Okay. Okay. Shut up. Hey." You wait. So you're for enemies with that lady? Yes. That lady. How the hell are we gonna do this then? That lady's got power. As do I. Shut up. And then suddenly William, <laughs> suddenly William comes back from jog. Is like as do I. <laughs> as do I. Brian Blessed style. He's just Brian Blessed, but without the charm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got some time. <laughs> I, was, some. I was more agreeing with the Brian Blessed part, charm or no. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, just comes in. Just, <laughs> 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 it's 
That's it. Yes. <laughs> you also probably like. I'm also now picturing him dressed dressed light, Brian Blessed, which is just like I don't see. Oh wait, I pro. Oh, the package didn't come yet, right? Uh, I mean, it's next day, so it probably comes in the like afternoon, evening. Okay, because he would have done that in that new outfit too. Had <laughs> I mean, I think with your fame, it probably wouldn't be too hard for you to use that in some way to, I don't know, get free stuff, potentially. New style. Yeah. Just mixing it up, you know. Gonna change your content every once in a while. Brand of urban stealth camo. Make <laughs> you disappear in a crowd. Riff Ralph would be the first person on board. So, uh, Dungeon Raider lets you know that uh, Janelle's husband is Jeremy King the Third. So, this is a, a business that has been around for a good number of years. Not quite as long as Pentex, uh, because Pentex actually started with, I believe it's Endron oil, uh, way back in like the 1800s. So they've been progressively getting more and more evil. Um, King is probably pretty close to that age, though. Um, so while Amira is kind of having this discussion, what are the other two of you doing? I'm arguing with the mosquito and trying to find something in the place I can eat. I'm really wanting something nice to pay for permission. Oh, you kind of cut out there for a second. Oh, I'm wanting to behave, but where I said mission ready, so I, I, I'm not, I'm not allowed to eat flavor. Right now, yeah, that, that's Make... not that's just a dog choice. <laughs> like they, they, yeah. Um, I mean, what would a what would a breakfast be like that would be like a mission ready kind of choice? Breakfast probably once again for either brown bread, like literally two slices and that with a little bit of butter, or um, but if I was being really strict, it would have to be like yogurt, just plain yogurt. Nothing in it, like straight yogurt, not not a um, not like you buy anything, like literally the big old cartons of Greek yogurt. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, you could probably do a bit of both, I would imagine. Oh, no, no, just one, yeah, if you're gonna <laughs> be that strict, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, you can't really eat bread no more, yeah, so you stuck with bread, <laughs> you just. Stare at people who eat burritos with anger. <laughs> when you have to be strict on that day. I mean, smell, his he smells a burrito. Oh yeah, I am like he smells it because you don't you don't have penumbral senses, right? No, I don't. You told me not to yeah. get it. I mean, you you could, but it wouldn't do any good since other people already had it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Living so I mean, carelessly. Yeah. <laughs> So you can you can see that uh, this burrito disappears, like just into thin air, seemingly. But you know, I'm sure William probably would have mentioned the spirit animal. Oh yes, absolutely. He's proud of it. Yeah. yeah. What is it? What is its name? 
Hmm. I'm going to do a callback only Badger's going to notice, remember. I'm going to call it Radiance. Oh, okay. To him, Interesting. he believes it's the spirit of the first wolf that infected him and the wolf he killed. With his bear. Makes sense. Makes sense. I just saw you, I just saw you wobble an invisible burrito in my face and then dis it disappear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more polite than that. Well, you can see the wolf. I can't. <laughs> I think he means that he's not waving it in your face. Yeah. Just, you know. I mean, the dog is. Though. Near your, near your <laughs> face. General vicinity. Yeah. But no, besides <laughs> that, I would go and get changed then immediately. Sorry. Yeah, changed and immediately what? Change, uh, just changed immediately and then be like, I said, thinking about like using both of their fame to get in, but then trying to trying to see about escape routes or like ways I can get out and get them out, maybe. Just yeah. like um, also, if this is a this woman, this place has cult stuff, like I'd probably ask. I I think like okay, I'm sure I can probably get past that. Just mumbling to self now at this point while changing. <laughs> William's going to try and figure out if there's a way he can conceal, like, a revolver on him. Hmm. I mean... It, right. Like a snub-nosed 38. Right. I know in some places it's common to have, like, metal detectors. Would Detroit be that kind of place that would have, like, metal detectors at a club? Possibly... Well, I... Would we see it out? Would we would we be able to see it from the outside? Because then I could just put the gun away. Oh yeah, the usually at least in my experience, usually whenever like a bar or club has metal detectors, it's usually like pretty obvious, especially like the line, uh, and then they usually have like the the towery things yeah. outside. Okay. So so he's still gonna try, but if he sees a metal detector, he'll like sneak into the cushions of the car. Sure. He's still gonna try uh, to carry the knife. After yeah. all, it's a tool, not a weapon. Depends on, you know, where you're at on the legal definition, but... If an sure. officer asks him, it's a tool. <laughs> I, like I think... A dog are judging you so much for the Chris wanting to walk around with a gun. <laughs> yeah, I think in most places, uh, if the blade is over six inches, then it's considered a weapon. And most Bowie knives would, would definitely be over six inches. He'll switch it up <laughs> for the skinning knife. <laughs> Sacrifices had to be made. Mm. <laughs> for the mission. For the good of the yeah. mission. Uh, I mean, are you all headed there pretty much as soon as you get the package? I, I mean, imagine so. Do we want to go to the nightclub in the day? Oh, I mean, the, the package doesn't get there until later in the day, so you could at least potentially try to scout it out. And you don't have to go in human form. Uh, I, uh, Wolves I feel like in Detroit? Really... Well, so dog. the... Yeah, I was going to say, like, one of the nice things about switching to lupus form is you can kind of choose within reason. Like, you could make yourself look like a dog. And you could, one, if you want, one of you could have uh, painted an animal. My assistant animal. 
Wait, if I turn into a dog, do I get to keep my stuff on me? No. Damn. So the the rite of dedication lets you keep your clothes, like okay. one set of clothes. But yeah, as far as other stuff, also uh, keep in mind, if and when you all go into the Umbra, you also cannot take things typically with you. Yeah, now, we did establish, like, Amira was able to take her cell phone because that is something that she probably would have had on whenever she got the rite of dedication done. Because right. that's, a, that's a very common everyday thing. I could say we could probably argue you could have, like, a, a knife. But much past that would be pushing it a little bit. That's fair. So, I'll allow that one. Like, oh... oh. He's been in the thick of it, so he he doesn't feel nervous without a weapon, but he does feel concerned without having something to defend it. That's fair. Oh, Doug also asked Amira to buy a basically stick of wallpaper of black to put round their wheel to put round their um walking stick to make it look goth. Yeah. Yeah. That right, makes sense. Do you want any other accessories to, to pin Yeah, yeah, I want a little white bat on the seat, Buck. Yep. Done. Did Amira get like the full like white belt with the little spikes on it and everything? Yeah. Going full two thousands goth. Yeah. Emo. <laughs> yep. Love it. Wearing, is any of us wearing a wig? Mm. Like William. Good here? question. I don't know. You all tell me. I wouldn't be, but I feel like if William's going emo, he might need to. Hmm. I like the idea of William being this like big burly manly man, but then also having like the emo swoop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but also uh, with like the, the like skunk line in it. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. The, the blonde streak. I and I'll trust have... you guys to dress me as emo because I have no clue. But I do know <laughs> that my handlebar mustache, I've waxed it so it's like drooping down. <laughs> Fantastic. I've also got uh, what about... tassels in the hair. You know those pink tassels industrial goths wear that kind yeah. of go to litter a little? Yeah, just put that in the hair. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask, what is what does Amira's outfit look like? Oh, she's got... Uh... She's definitely got a tight black dress on that goes just above her knees big spiky goth boots bracelets collar eyeshadow her hair is like one going down sort of one side of her head she's kind of brushed it all to one side of her head so yeah. she did the Haley williams hair yeah <laughs> i'm here for it you can you can definitely tell that I'm a millennial. <laughs> fine, everything's fine. <laughs> I really thought you'd go like eighty nineties Morticia Adams style, like close, pure buff, but <laughs> not not quite. Yeah. So, are you all scouting out before you actually go to the club? Yeah, let, let's try. I I'm hesitant to scout out as a dog. I'd rather just pull the car around and, like, you know, from a distance, take a look. You could probably do both. 
I mean, I although I say stealthy. that I'm not good at this. <laughs> person, I could take uh, scouting because Amir is at two risk of being noticed, and he says he's not. William says he's not good at it, and we can always just pull the car off a mile away. Yeah. Also, you know, I think you've made a really good point. I had thought about it before the stream, and then I just got distracted and didn't think to bring it up until you mentioned it. But somebody could throw on. Uh, a vest, you know, and say that they're your service dog. Yeah, they could. Or my emotional support animal, because I know that's, that that does work in nicer places as well. Um, it depends. Like a club, I don't think emotional support animals would be allowed in, but a service animal, definitely. Like, they, they wouldn't be able to turn you away. That's fair. If William is not going to be able to do it for, so he can be armed and things, Amira can do it. She'll, she'll change into like a more. I've never a had a. Poodle. No. Um, she also doesn't have the. The correct advantage or gift that lets you take a more dog form than wolf form. I mean, you can. You can tone down the wolfiness. Like, you would still be more of the, like, wolf-like dog so honest, maybe like if, a... you're if you're bothering someone about what their service dog looks like you're a dick but but if your service dog is literally a wolf I that's mean, you say maybe that, a little I, bit concerning i know uh, a lot of like huskies. black big black labrador maybe that might work oh, yeah I'm, well yeah, and i was gonna say like a husky would also make sense because it's close ish mm -hmm. but like a wolf wolf just the the size difference between a husky and a wolf <laughs> might might be a little off putting to people. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I, I'll go with a black lab. Yeah, I love it. Uh, so, what is the plan, dog? Are you trying to get in, or are you just trying to go well, up? If we and, were like, gonna, get a if we were gonna do scouting first, I would recommend dog maybe just go alone and give a quick scout around. Um, and then come back to the group as a human, like not not going into Lupus form as a human going around. Right. And then if and then when we actually go in, if it seems like it's safe to enter, then uh, Amira can make the choice if she wants to be a service dog or if she wants to be a person. And then like, if we're worried about being noticed instantly, but I think it's best dog stays in human form. Yeah, and I I do think there's a good logic to Amira going in initially as like a service dog whenever you do eventually go in because then if you like go to the bathroom you know go to like the the uh I'm blanking on the name but like the the family bathroom basically you know and then Amira changes back to human form then they wouldn't have seen you come in you would be less I don't know, noticeable, I guess. Like, they may not recognize your face as someone that they had screened to come into the bar. Yeah, and the benefit would be is I have the ability to kind of disappear in a crowd, so I went, so I could disappear people like, hey, where'd your dog go? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, because I imagine, like, somebody coming in with a service dog would be a little unusual at a club, depending on the club. 
So True. I'm sure that people would would notice. People stare, but like the good thing is you're not supposed to go anywhere near a service dog, so no one's allowed to come yeah. near us. Exactly. It a uh, bit of a tangent, but it drives me absolutely nuts whenever people at my work, because I work in mental health, uh, bring their service dogs and then let people pet them and just do whatever. I'm like, it's really not what you're supposed to be doing, but not my not my problem. Anyway, uh, yeah, so. William, uh, if you're going to kind of be visually scouting from a distance from the car, you do notice there's not a metal detector outside. Do I notice anything, any other kind of scans or like do the guards pat you down or anything? It does seem like they pat you down, especially like someone they may not know. Like, you do see some people. Obviously, it's it's a little bit early, so there's not a lot of people going in. But you see some people that they don't even question, and they just let them in. Could be that some of them are employees. Could be, you know, VIPs. It's hard to say. All right, all right. What else do I notice with, like, can I get a hint at the clientele they like to let in? I mean... Definitely, if you're not at a certain level of kind of goth or emo attire, then they're going to turn you away. Like, anybody who comes dressed for, like, a more, I don't know, like, hip-hop kind of club, um, or somebody who comes in, like, just jeans or shorts or something like that, they just turn them away. And a lot of people just kind of laugh at them whenever that happens. And does it look like the three of us passed the bill? It seems like you might. You know, you have enough black between all of you and enough spiky jewelry and Amira's big combat boots. All right. Then I guess um, Dog and Amira are going. No, they're gonna I'm scout just a... going. No, I'm You're just, just going, going? with the scouter. Yeah, scouter. Because I'm stealth is my build, basically. Okay, then I'll just make sure to keep an eye on your six to make sure they're not jumped or anything. Or if they, like, react to you. Because if there's wards here, there might be people keeping an eye on those who might trigger them. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to break in. I'm just going <laughs> to keep oh, yeah. their them around. Although I do have good larceny, but still. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Dog's now just going to uh, actually walk up to the club, walk up to the view bit. Uh probably talk to anyone who's in line saying like, hey, this bit, you know, oh, is this a good time to come here? So I'm not are sure you, like, are you dressed I'm up? Sure. Like, are you in your full Yes, I am. Okay. I am dressed up, yeah. But this is a good time so, because, you know, with my, uh, with, with, you know, because, you know, like, I can't really do later. Is this place, like, still good to go at this time? So a person who's waiting to go in line. Uh, so, there's only a couple of people in line. They're like, ah, it's my first time here. Uh, probably not a bad time, I guess. Like, it's not going to be a lot of people, but, you know, it could be worse. And, and I probably would, while talking to him, probably see if I can get a little bit of a view in the door. Playing. It seems like, as you look in, there is... 
essentially like a hull that turns, so you're not able to actually see inside. Uh, and you also don't really hear any music, which could just be because it's too early, potentially. Uh, I would probably go, uh, as I'm walking to see if there's a back entrance, I'd go by, by the security guy saying, Yo, hey, I'm thinking of coming here later, but is it good to come now? You guys open? You got drinks? Whatever? Uh, yeah, we're we're open, but I had a... I don't know, you might want to come back later. Like, most people don't come this early. Well, yeah, but no, I'm not most people. I mean, like, are you guys okay with service animal? I mean, and they, are you guys good with that? So there, there's two kind of guards at the door, and they just kind of glance at each other briefly, and they're like, yeah, I guess we can't stop you. Oh, that's, that's grand, thank you. I just bark oh. playfully at them and wag my tail. <laughs> from the car <laughs> yeah it's like, yeah that, that's my they're in there right now i didn't want to scare people from bring them yet yeah that's <laughs> probably weird about them yeah well that's okay then no grand uh do you guys like serve alcohol at this time i can see i'm not from here so i'm not sure in ireland mm -hmm. we have them it's alcohol all day you know <laughs> uh i mean yeah it's it's open you could go to the bar if you wanted ah right so okay thank you uh did, did i do have a question is am i not do you have a bathroom I, someone can use before entering like is i really need to go that's what the bathrooms are for customers only i mean i'm gonna come back as a customer is there any chance we got we got really strict rules on that oh no problem. I'll, I'll, do you know of any place nearby that has a bathroom and they just, like, look at each other and both kind of shrug. Boy. All right, well, I'll be I'll be back in a little while then with the dog once I find somewhere then. Right. And I'm going to leave. And then as I'm leaving, I'm going to check, see if there's a side way, kind of like I'm going to go pee down the alley. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely some, like, service entrance kind of stuff uh, that you assume is, like, where employees usually would go in. Um are you going very far down the alley? Yeah, a little bit. Like, it, I'm going to what looks like a good peeing corner when sure. cats do that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, why don't you give me dexterity and stealth? Okay, how do I roll that? Uh, so, how many points do you have in dexterity? Oh, wait, I'm looking well. at yours. Four. Uh, so uh, also my stealth's meant to be two and my melee's meant to be one. I don't know why it's the other way around. Okay. Is that Good okay? To Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah, totally fine. Um, yeah, so you would have a total of six dice, and because your rage is at two, you would replace two of them. So if you want to roll like four, and then two separately, okay. probably the easiest way to do it. Did you say roll four then two separately? Yeah. Okay, I got the fir the first four <clears throat> are an eight, a two, a six, and a three. Okay, so two successes. And then just two separately, you said? Yep. Eight and a five. Okay, so another success. Uh, I mean, with the rage dice, again, the, the biggest thing is whether you get a, a brutal, uh, which... Yeah. 
just fun fact, if you're in combat or if you're otherwise trying to harm something, uh, brutal is actually a good result. It does okay. essentially like more savage, more brutal kind of damage. Um, it's just like on social tests or intelligence and stuff like that. It's a, a bad result. But yeah, you, you've got three overall. Um, so you're able to make your way through this alley fairly quietly. You don't think anyone really knows that you're there. Uh, doesn't seem like you're making a whole lot of sound. And uh, you see that there is some sort of like box truck making a delivery. I'm going to be up a corner like I'm peeing, if anyone can see me. But keep it an eye to see what hell's coming out of that truck. So it is backed all the way up to like a, a shipping receiver, and you can't actually see what's going in or out of it. Have I been, Do I see any workers? Have I been oh, taken out of the car at this point? Yeah, You're still... yeah. Oh, okay. if you want, I'd say they came with me at this point, because I did say I had a service animal and I had to that's true. So, That's... so yeah. I can go and rather unassumedly, hopefully, just kind of walk past. No one's going to think anything about a potential stray dog or service yeah, I'm gonna service animal. Untake. I'll take off your service animal bit because people will be suspect if they see a service animal walking by themselves. Yeah, because they're going to start looking for the human who's yeah. So I just take probably that in danger. And go, you go check it out. And I, I will nod. And then head off and kind of trot down the the alley. Yeah. Uh, so as you get closer to this box truck, it mostly is unmarked, but you do see on the driver's side that there is a King Distillery logo. It's very subtle branding. Okay. Um... Do I happen to, as I walk past, do I happen to see what they might be unloading? Or loading, as the case may be? Now, because of the way that it's backed up, you can't actually see, but you hear, like, the clanking of bottles. Uh, you hear, like, uh, hand carts. Um, you assume, like, cases of beer and things, because they have sort of a, a distinctive rattle to them. Especially being in lupine form, your hearing is a little bit more sensitive. That's the secret. They're selling radioactive waste of booze. That's it's worse. Dispose than that. of it. It's worse than that. <laughs> is is does a uh, I mean I see at least the entrance they're going into the pub. So like it, it definitely through. is the same building, uh, and I mean it would make sense that a distillery would be delivering to a nightclub, but. I can't remember. Amira, do you have the enhanced senses or is that Riff Raff? I do not have enhanced senses. The only thing I have is Eyes of the Owl, which means no penalty to see in darkness. Okay. Uh... Let me see. Okay, yeah. Um, you smell something... Because dogs have a much stronger nose than humans, it smells like blood mixed with chemicals. Uh, 
Okay. You also get a very uh, subtle, subtle whiff of worm corruption. I grit my teeth, but I don't bear them. I don't growl for that matter. <laughs> right. Uh, worm corruption? Yeah, Jeremy King's run by the the worms, the old, old worm. They run the most scariest uh, company. Yeah. So, I don't know how much of this crosses over into Hunter, but in Werewolf especially, uh, there's kind of a, a triumvirate. There's the Wild, which is sort of more the positive not necessarily because that is a spirit of like creation and things like that but it doesn't necessarily one for one translate to good it just tends to be the the spirit that the Garu are more sided with and is a little bit more on the side of Gaia uh, like Gaia is kind of I don't want to say the all powerful spirit but to Garu essentially the all-powerful, most important spirit. Uh, so the wild is like a, a less powerful. Uh, and then all in that same triumvirate, there is the weaver, which Garu would definitely know. Like, this is not something that isn't discussed. Uh, the weaver used to be sort of a, a neutral figure. It is uh, mostly seen in sort of like a spider form. Uh, and a lot of its spirits have spider-like appearance. Um, it is the spirit of, like, order. And a lot of times it's associated with humans because humans, you know, build houses and create things that are a little bit more orderly. You know, we try to get rid of the chaos and solve these problems. So it used to be a very neutral to potentially positive thing. Um but over time, it went mad with its power. It entrapped the worm, which was not evil, per se, but the worm was the spirit of destruction. And so whenever it entrapped the worm, the worm then has just descended into madness as well and now is trying to destroy everything, essentially. Oh, so, good. Yeah, there, there's kind of like one good-ish spirit one neutral to kind of bad and then just like bad wonderful yeah yeah could i, could I try and sense true form in, in the area because that'd be a good parlay in the peaceful space plane. yeah uh can you do you have the description handy i i do because i keep having to look it back up for the <laughs> for the service uh, it says Uh, come on, we know it exists. Uh, <laughs> there we go. It sends. Really? There we go. Uh, I'm able to smell the true nature of anyone they meet, softly, literally sniffing out an individual's form unless they met them before. Uh, they might not be able to recognize the scent, though. 
Though a vulture spirit grants a gift, and it says it renowned wisdom costs one willpower. It's a free action, and it's pull is wiz, wits plus wisdom. And it says okay. I make a wits plus wisdom test against difficulty depending on the creature face. Detecting a fellow Garold is two. Kin or first is free, unless something's almost indistinguishable from mundane human. Such a sorcerer might be a difficulty five. Vampires. Somewhere between difficulty two and four, depending on whether they act the stuff. Basically, that. And then I can, uh, depending on whether they are actively masquerading as a mortal and their general level of monstrosity. And I can use it in any form. Yeah. Uh, give me that test. Then. <laughs> How do Let's I do see. the test? Uh, you said wits and. Wit plus wisdom. Wits plus wisdom. Okay. Let's see. So that's three and. Three okay. Uh, so, yeah, roll the three and then roll the two separate. Okay. All D10s again? Right. Yep. Roll three. Uh, I got a six, a four, and a one. And then you said roll the two separate? Yep. So that's one success from the first batch. Uh, a ten and a four. Okay, so two successes. Um, and you said it's in the general vicinity, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you also get the sense of like worm corruption. It's a little hard to tell what exactly it is, but you think that it is likely some sort of worm spirit. Okay. Detecting worm spirits in the spirits. <laughs> yeah, so out of character, uh, that is kind of their whole evilness is that they put into, obviously they don't put it in like every single bottle or can, but they put like randomly small amounts of worm spirit into their alcohol with the intention of it corrupting people into basically being on their side mostly because these people have no idea that it's happening it <clears throat> drives them mad and they hurt other people Yeesh. yeah uh, pretty awful how about, how about the two guards or people i talked to that were outside they yeah. seem human but you do smell also like blood on the people or in not on the people it you think it's probably coming more from the actual like truck itself and again it is mixed with some sort of chemical like it doesn't smell quite right i uh like nod i wait for a mirror to come back you know keep an eye in case people are looking to me or me <laughs> oh mirror will come Come back after. Yeah, puts she it. Smelt. Puts it back on. It puts the guide dog stuff back on the yeah. assistant animal. Just like, and then just like lumbering, just like, yeah, you there's a worm spirit in there, and we smell a lot of blood too. And there is so everyone seemed human that I could sense. They seemed human. Yeah, that you could yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone I sense here though smells. Um. Amira cannot 
really communicate. You could you could still like nod though. A memorable nod in agreement, but she can't easily pass on the blood in the you know smell of blood and chemicals thing. But Doug mentioned that, so I mean she would know that. Yeah. You're all kind of on the same page. Yes, when when Dog mentions that, Amira will turn and point a paw towards the truck, and then and then tap her nose. I'm just just picturing the the dog. Yeah, just. <laughs> also, I'd head, uh, head back to the car at this point. Yeah, and Ryan, I don't know if you saw, but Aaron gave you an inspiration. Oh, cool. So it'll be it'll be a bonus die to your oh, next roll. <laughs> nice. Also, as I'm heading the car, I like waving, doing the friendly, doing the patty. Oh, I found I found the toilet. Jill, I'm just like, <laughs> don't head down. <laughs> that wall ain't friendly. <laughs> Amazing. They're just like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. So you head back to the car, and I assume you're filling guess, in your companion. Yeah. I imagine we all are, right? Yeah. No metal detector, as far as I could see. Good. Yeah. They also didn't want us to really go in right now. They I mean, they did say you could, but... Yeah. They said they got strict rules about who can come in, but that's not a shock. The more concern is what, uh, what I sensed over. Hmm? Worm spirit, like in the booze, there's like blood and it's got that teen of the worm, but then there's also like you know, it's like a worm spirit thing, and it sounds like you've noticed something, Amira. Um, yeah, I smelt blood and chemicals, and the the truck had the King Brewery's logo on it, it was hard to make out, it was very kind of subtle. But it had it on the driver's side door. You think we're dealing with a full-on whistleblower here? If our contact does work for King? Probably. Well, it could be a trap. Yeah, because we're also there. Your well. contact, well, because your contact works for City Hall, and said that they knew someone who worked here, who like moonlights at this club. But yeah, it's it's a little hard to say whether they're on your side or more on King's side. Yeah. Is this still a risk worth taking? Or should we go on it or should we just break in? Uh, uh this point I would still take the risk alright we'll worry about breaking things if there's a problem well William they got strict coding so you might not want to carry nothing with you uh, so they got really strict rules at that place they wouldn't even let me go to the bathroom Okay, if you want to risk it, but remember, if they don't let you in, we don't... No, 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 I'm agreeing with you. 
Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you were saying I'll be fine. <laughs> no, he said, oh, poppycock. <laughs> I didn't hear that. <laughs> At least that's what I thought I heard. Yes. That was it. Good. <laughs> Just waiting for that professor buff. Takes out a knife, takes another knife, takes the knife out of the boot, <laughs> takes the other knife out of the same boot. We have claws. And I also take out my, my gardening tools. <laughs> Dangerous weapons in the right hands. <laughs> Mira doesn't have any weapons on her. She just has a phone. That's a weapon in its own right. I was going to say, yeah. her phone and her wits. Yeah. Those Is it are her Nokia weapons. brick? Then it's a full on. <laughs> it's not a Nokia. No, it's not a Nokia. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a high level weapon right there, indestructible. Yeah, <laughs> you need five resources. <laughs> that's the problem. No, that's the problem. Nokia's were relatively cheap back in the day for the were. Were. Right. The old ones are really expensive now. Yeah, <laughs> collectors' items. I mean, I've only known them as expensive. Damn hipsters. Uh. <laughs> well, yeah, no, so, you guys ready? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're headed in? Mm-hmm. Well, are we heading I said I was coming yeah. right back. So it goes in with the line of the story that I'm bringing my dog now. I mean, I think that they probably wouldn't even remember, honestly, just because, you know, nice. once it starts getting busy, they're going to not even think twice about it. Well, we can wait then. Yeah. yeah, let's wait till it gets busy. So, you know, probably drive around the block a few times or something, or potentially even go back to the, the sept and hang out for a little bit. I need food. Let's go eat. What would be, like, a... Maybe not fast food, but, like, what would be an example of a restaurant that might be mission kind of friendly there's not really one for anyone but i say any restaurant in the bit that you could afford like nah, yeah. it's all cheap shit i'm like go... let's go to a 7-eleven <laughs> yeah there you go let's go to 7-eleven get, get the, a banana i was gonna get the microwave burrito now <laughs> you want something amira uh maybe a bottle of pepsi cherry or something and some cigarettes. Oh, I'll get. I'll pay for the cigarettes. Oh yeah, you gotta what? Can you? Yeah, can you make sure you don't smoke that near my ring, or it will complain at me. <laughs> sure. It wouldn't be the first time I've had to avoid smoking around artifacts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you want all... that Seven Eleven? You know, when you're waiting in a car, doing this, doing the worst stakeout. Mm -hmm. Like just down the street slightly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time that our group has done a really bad job doing a stakeout. We're doing fine. Yeah, totally fine. So you all kill some time hanging out in the car. Uh, you eventually are able to make your way to the club. Uh, it is not quite at like capacity yet but it's getting kind of busy yeah um you know obviously you see people of all different types of goth you know as we said there's there's a lot of different types of goth um 
you do notice that there are a number of especially pale looking people, but it's a goth club. It's not that unusual. You know, it's hard to say how much of it is just they don't go out in the sun, how much of it is makeup. Who knows? But you are able to get in pretty easily. You're all dressed the part. No one really questions it. Or dressed the nine inch nails. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you all make your way in and it is very clear, Doug, uh, from before, you know, you couldn't hear any music. As you are waiting outside, the music is very loud. You can hear, like, the thrum of the bass from the line. And it is almost deafening as you make it inside, because it's a club. You know, they don't expect you to have a lot of conversation. And as you enter, there's kind of this sense that... Something's not quite right. Uh, whoever has the highest wits and awareness, if you want to give me a roll, I, I think it's probably Mira. Mm. Where you five and what? Uh, wits and awareness. Yeah, I think it's probably a Mira unless we. Yeah, William. I got free and wits, nothing in awareness. Uh, can I use sense danger? Hmm. Sure. Uh, ambush and speed users wisdom into player adds the user's wisdom to any attempt to detect traps, ambushes, or surprise attack. Okay, yeah, so it would still be wits and awareness. What's your what's your dice pool on that? Wits two, awareness zero. I would say probably best for a mirror to make this roll. Wishes <laughs> yep. they don't have any wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, get my dice roller up. I'm not an optimized character. <laughs> that is perfectly okay. Best you are for me. what you want to do. Uh, that's two successes. Okay. Um, it seems like not everyone turns to look at you, but a number of people turn to look at you all as you enter. And you get kind of the sense that it's not because you're not dressed the part. Oh, what's up? Three successes because I, I, I forgot to add that inspiration die from, from Aaron. Good call. Good call. So, yeah. I mean, you still... It's not everyone, but a number of people seem to be paying special attention. Uh, it's not so much that you don't look the part, so much as they kind of have a clientele that they tend to recognize their repeat customers. And you are definitely not their repeat customers. You are absolutely people who are new here. And I wouldn't say that it seems like you're in danger per se, but you're being watched. I'm trying to think how to convey that to the others in such a loud environment. Right. Text it to us. I would probably, when we went, I probably think when we went in, um, assistance dogs are the one I, you'd have a vet probably just scratch the floor 
like twice or something of it to like oh yeah i mean Amira, point you... as a dog do a dog pointing yeah which is oh, like so right. point with your nose i was gonna say amira did you go in, in or i'll take you to the bathroom and separate yeah. and we i would probably just say oh come on girl i need the bathroom yeah i go to someone where's the bathroom <laughs> oh the toilet the, the toilet the, yeah, the they're toilet. able to. They're, they're <laughs> eventually able to kind of figure out what you're saying over all of the the music, and point in that direction. So yeah, heading into the stable toilets, and then you can lock the door and you can revert back. Yeah. And yeah, Mira reverts back into her currently goth form. <sighs> okay, we're being watched. Like not. Not like they're going to suddenly pounce us or anything, but uh, I definitely feel like that we are new fish in a very big pond, and they have got eyes on us because we're not regulars. So just, you know, we may have to name drop Amethyst at some point to get a bit of recognition or cred, so they leave us, so we don't get watched Honestly, much. I... I think the best move here would be to act fast. You should, we should straight up ask for her, get this over and done with. If yeah. Trap or not? Yeah. Exactly. We can't total. Just, uh, could check if there are any. We did check. We know are there any other exits? There was just a service one, wasn't there in the main? And the the exit where the uh, box truck was. It's loud here, so and the, some workers may have left it a little ajar for smoking, so. We have that way out, potentially. I said I can disappear in a crowd if we need, but yeah, no, let's just... You're in human form now. It's not going to... People aren't paying attention, but we're being watched. People are going to notice I don't have a service dog right now, so... I could turn back. Maybe you could. I'll, I'll ask for Amethyst, maybe. Yeah. Or, hey, how about our famous boy here? Not in the bathroom with you guys. Yeah, opens the bathroom bit where you went outside and pulled you in. <laughs> People bang in oh. the bathroom. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say this is a goth club. It's probably not that weird. I mean, security uh. might be a little bit upset if they notice, but People are watching, we gotta move. So we have a choice. Find this amethyst, get her out. Yeah, but we either choose if Amira goes into human form, because they're watching us, they're going to notice her changing, or you use your star power to get yourself without an amethyst. I live to use my star power. Good. Then I'll go back into my, my, wolf, my wolf doggy form. and. I will oh, say, I... I will yeah. say, William, you would probably know a goth club might not be your people. It's true. I mean, not to say that not to say that goths can't like conservation or hunting or both, but they might not be generally your people. Oh, absolutely! But I have an intelligence of one. <laughs> <laughs> I think the others would probably have at least somewhat yeah. of a sense of that as well. Wait, would I be not a bit more? This is a golf club. Potentially, I mean. Maybe not. Two dots in fame. <laughs> yeah, maybe not by like face, but by name. Yeah, I could just say, you know, dogs mm. here with a gift. For amethyst. I'm also. 
Yeah, for Amethyst, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't at a goth club want to apply some fun time? <laughs> That's true. That's true. William, just I'll just put like William into the arm thing, like when you've got the, you're kind of there together, but you also could just be drunk, you know, <laughs> and having a friend helping you. Right. So I'll just head so, out. Okay. Amira, are you? Yeah, I was gonna say, Amira, are you staying human or are you? Back to back to Lupus. Okay. Back to Lupus. All right. So, dog, you make your way over to the bar, I assume. Yeah, with William in arm and uh, um, Amira leading. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have you give me a charisma and manipulation roll, please. So, let me see where's okay, manipulation. That... Not great. That manipulation. But <laughs> uh, the, my fame doesn't help me in the roll at all, does it? I just allow the roll to happen. I'll give, you a, I'll give you a bonus die on this. Oops. Nope. Ah, there you go. I, oh no, I, I pressed the wrong button and I don't know how much charisma I had. <laughs> I've got two on here and then okay, one manipulation. Okay, so that's three dice or is that two then separate one? Which one is uh, it? So how we'll do this, uh, because I'm giving you a bonus die, it'll be four total, but if you want to roll two and then two separate. Okay. Uh, I got an eight and a two. Okay, so one success. And a seven and a ten. Okay, so three successes. That's pretty good for four day. Yeah, but that's um, really nice to me on that Google Dice roller. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're just like yelling over the music. They're like, Amethyst? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go get her. Just put on my best smile. <laughs> And the bartender, the bartender's like, you look kind of familiar looking at William. I get that a lot. Just one of those faces, I guess. Trying to hide in inner pride for the sake of the mission. <laughs> so not you're hiding. You're hiding behind your your emo fringe. Yes. <laughs> just let the just let the bangs hang over your eyes. <laughs> fantastic so they go i mean there's a couple of other bartenders it's a, a fairly busy club um and this one goes back into the back and as the song changes you see from the vip area which is like on an upper balcony like a mezzanine almost uh this almost ethereal looking woman very thin very uh graceful movements start to descend this spiral staircase and makes a beeline for the three of you and that's where we're going to end this session because this has been kind of a long one <laughs> uh... so Thank you all for coming and watching. Thank you all for coming and playing. It's been a lot of fun, and I'm excited for next week and how this can all go wrong. <laughs> well, it's a shame we don't have Riff Raff here, because I have several ideas how it will go wrong with Riff Raff here. Right? <laughs> love you, Woody. <laughs> love you. Love you to pieces, Woody. We miss you. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. I'll just punch her. 
That always. You just had refresh. Uh, fuck fucking, <laughs> fucking William just goes himbo is like, Frat! <laughs> <laughs> what you don't Why know is it? that underneath my goth outfit is my normal plaid hunter's outfit. <laughs> and I am ready to just tear this off at a moment's notice. Just Full on superhero. Tears it off and there's there's fucking Clayton. <laughs> yes, I have got to. I'm definitely getting a Google bit of a goth haircut and just putting it on Brian Blessed. <laughs> say that's what it if that I'm doesn't here. already exist, it should. <laughs> it might. It very well might. So, uh, anybody got anything they want to plug before we head out? Uh, yeah, check out. Uh, go onto my Twitter or Blue Sky at, at Aurelia CT if you want to see good art or disability mobility items, like the um, the 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 artifact I'm using is already created and free for anyone to have. Yeah, and uh, got your free in the chat. Yeah, yeah, and yo hippie, you should. Uh, oh yeah, you can go to uh, True Hippie on Twitch, and you can catch me playing the new Yakuza game. Nice, infinite wealth. <laughs> right? Got anything? I don't at the moment. Uh, at some point, I will pick up a new another game or something and start streaming it, but. Right now, I'm focusing on my schoolwork. <laughs> Absolutely valid. I followed you, though. Treat your schoolwork. Give answers to your, give answers to your other students. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Um, yeah, so I guess I should probably plug my own stuff at some point. Uh, so tomorrow at 11.30 EST uh, AM, because I, I stream Sunday mornings usually, uh, I don't know what yet, but I usually do uh, solo TTRPG Sundays. So come check that out here on my channel. Um, Tuesday, we would normally have our Chaotic Academia, but because it's Kayla's birthday, and it was my birthday yesterday, hey, we're not doing... Oh, happy late birthday. Hey, thanks. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're not doing our Tuesday game, but I think Aaron and I and Alana are going to be playing a little uh, three-person TTRPG, where I may or may not be playing the ghost of a werewolf. So, you know, it's not, it's not werewolf the apocalypse, but uh, it'll be, it'll be something. Um, other than that, next week is kind of a quiet week, but we'll be back here next Saturday and uh, we'll be playing some more werewolf. Please.